Welcome to the Kinkist.com podcast, the safest, most comprehensive and educational space for kink, alternative lifestyle dating, connection, and community anywhere on the web. Our goal at Kinkist is to make the experience of connection one of substance and importance in this ever-increasing world of superficial monotony. Are you tired of online communities full of ghosts, bots, catfish, and time wasters? Does a community built upon the pillars of consent, education, and radical inclusion interest you? Head over to kinkus.com to sign up to help us create a community of people dedicated to consensual play, fun, education, and creativity. Kinkus.com, where we ask, what are you into? I am your host, The Real McCoy, longtime lifestyler, BDSM practitioner, and educator. Hello, everyone. I am your host, Matthias Omatola, author, intimacy coach, alchemist, teacher of Tantra and cosmic sexuality, practitioner of conscious kink and transformational BDSM. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to another Kinkus podcast. I'm here accompanied by the real McCoy. Hey, brother, how's it going? Hello, 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 everyone. Hello, Matthias. Oh, it is going so great. Uh, just enjoying this beautiful weather these days. Yeah, how are you? Summertime. It's summertime. I'm good, man. It's you know, it's summer's out. Everybody's happy, excited to explore all the recreational activities that summer brings, and that brings us to today's yeah. topic. It's exploration. Summer movies. That's right. Big <laughs> summer blockbuster. And this this one was a big one when it came out. I think it broke some box office records and uh, really put, I think, BDSM in the mainstream. And that was Fifty Shades of Grey. And what we're going to be talking about today yeah. is beyond Fifty Shades. And, you know, the real BDSM and not just what Hollywood has, but what is the realities of BDSM relationships uh, beyond the conceptions that Hollywood puts up in front of us? Yeah, you know, Hollywood puts up that that fantasy type uh, BDSM, but it also kind of portrays things in a uh, non-consensual light a lot of times. And, and that's, that's what a lot of um, people in the community always have against uh, these mainstream movies is, you know, it, it puts us in a in a bad light, you know, it makes us seem like, you know, we're just, we're forcing the issue and, uh, we're making people, uh, do what we want them to do. But, you know, we'll get into the details of that, you know, as we kind of, de- uh, dissect these, uh, these movies and, and what they've done to kind of piss people off in the community. Yeah, definitely. Well, one of the things I have to be honest, I haven't seen the movie at this point. I need to go watch it. I'll, I'll do it for research. I'll do it for you audience. I'll do it. I'm doing it for research. Yeah. Like so much of what I do in the world of King, it's just for research. It's research. It's fine. Right. You might, <laughs> you might want to do it during work hours. So you're getting paid or something, you know, do it on a flight, uh, on a flight where just, you're, where you're getting paid for travel. Yeah, it's just not, it's just not <laughs> worth it. Yeah. That's what, that's what I heard. It's not worth it. A lot of people said they enjoyed the book way, way better than, than the movie, unfortunately. Um, but, but in that, and, and from how I've seen DS relationships, one of the things that always, uh, was shown, it never really felt like consent and communication and trust was a foundation of things. It always felt like it was coercion. And that's just, maybe that's just me, but when, whatever I see the movies like, oh, he's the dominant, whatever it's like, he's just being extremely manipulative and it doesn't seem like there, there's really 
an agreed relationship here. It feels like entrapment or Stockholm syndrome right. or, or something else. Is that something you've seen or what was, you know, how, how have you seen consent? Well, in why? Well, I mean, why are, are submissives susceptible, susceptible to this type of manipulation? You know, they, they want to experience fear in a safe space. Mm. So if they can be manipulated into thinking that this person is a safe space, then of course they can be manipulated into, um, this kind of coercion and yeah. this kind of, uh, yes, you know, so that's what kind of, I think these movies portray is they show you all the red flags of what not to do. Mm. So, I mean, it's, it's a textbook of like, Hey, this guy's obviously, or, or, you know, this person is obviously red flag material, you know? So this, this is why they're red flag. So if you dissect it that way, then actually they're doing us a favor. But what people don't understand is that, you know, they're trying to, they're, they're telling a story in right. these movies. They're not telling a true BDSM tale. You know, they're not telling a boy meets girl, you know, boy falls in love with girl and, and or boy wants to nurture girl, you know, kind of story. It's, it's boy meets girl, boy wants to manipulate girl, boy wants to possess girl, boy wants to control girl. Mm. Yeah, no, it's a very, very limited scope. I mean, the, the things that I just never see. And once again, I think because a lot of these things play out dramas, right? They're supposed to be dramatic and they're supposed to engage the emotion and have people all twisted versus understanding like boundaries you know, you'll see often like boundaries pushed, but never really negotiated or, or communicated. Um, you know, you don't see necessarily an ongoing dialogue that's building on top of, you know, the conversation that they had before. Right. It's kind of just like, oh, you were pushed to one edge. Now the another scene, you know, a little bit later, you're just pushed to another edge and, and you don't even know what's happening. Yeah. Uh, it feels much more like a lot of the things aren't necessarily building trust. It's always going into almost like a, CNC relationship, a consensual non-consent relationship seems to be the baseline of how I see most or most people when they communicate to me about BDSM, it all seems like, oh, it's just non-consensual and you're just doing things to someone else. And that's, that's what I get a lot of people when they, when they approach me and they're like, Hey, that stuff is just effed up. <laughs> it's just, it's just totally fucked yeah. up. Like, it, the, the person who's having that done to them doesn't really want that. It's probably trauma. It's probably this. It's probably that. And I think Hollywood goes a long way because they don't talk about boundaries, negotiations, trust, communication. I don't. I don't feel that that they do any justice in that. Well, I think there was a little bit of negotiation in the movie. There's in the onset of like the DS relationship. Like mm -hmm. negotiation was this is this is how the DS relationship is going to work. Um, and that's not a negotiation of every, every given scene. It's not, it's not a, and I think what it was portraying is more of a master slave dynamic uh -huh. in the, in the movie. So in a master slave dynamic, of course, all the negotiations are up front. You agree to, you agree and surrender to be a slave. Now I'm the master and you're going to do what I'm going to tell you to do for my happiness. That's, that's, that's a master slave dynamic if, as we know it. Correct. Yeah. So if, if all, all the negotiations are up front, then the consent really doesn't play a part after that initial negotiation. Yeah. So 
I don't know if they did that part wrong, but if you're talking about a dom-sub relationship, which I think is more of what they portrayed, they really, even though they called it a master-slave, it wasn't really a master-slave dynamic. It was more of a dom-sub dynamic. And so there wasn't the component of, hey, we're going to negotiate before every given scene, or we're going to talk about everything we're going to do before we do it. And there wasn't the communication involved with learning and gaining that trust, like you said. But, you know, to that point, media being the way it is, it'd be a pretty boring movie if that's what they did. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you miss the nuances, right? I think that's one of the things that a lot of movies do, especially when they go after these big topics, is there's a lot of nuance in the dynamics between doms and subs and building those relationships. And it's, you know, if you're setting up a power dynamic, it's there's a lot of different ways that it can go, and there's a big range in which people can experience it. So one thing that if you're watching it on the main screen or the big screen, silver screen, or phone, whatever the case may be, know that there's probably nuances um, about trust building and things like that that are just skipped over or maybe that it was included in the montage if they have a montage moment, but th th they're missing those components. So just know that there's more to it than, you know, the mm -hmm. one conversation. It's an ongoing dialogue. Yeah, I mean, and it's, I, I think what I'd like to see is actually a reality uh, TV show or a reality segment on the building of a DS relationship from start to, to, you know, completion, you know, show, show some newbies in the, in the dynamic and show some, uh, some experienced players in the, in the dynamic, you know, you know how like these new, uh, reality TV shows will show you a bunch of different, um, relationships or a bunch of different dynamics that are trying to kind of do the same thing. I think it'd be nice to see a, a, a BDSM or a kink, uh, reality show where they, they, they showed a bunch of different, uh, DS relationships starting and how they, how they build that trust dynamic and how these things come about. Yeah. I think that would be a better, uh, better service for the media to, 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 um, to portray the community in a, in a positive light or, and to show what actually happens. Welcome to kink is diamond. Glamorize it the way it's been yeah, exactly. <laughs> Welcome to King not, to, not, not to glamorize it the way it's been done in today's media. Yeah, no, I, I think I think that's something that is needed. I think that's one of the things that I was just having a discussion about is the lack of healthy models that we actually get to see. So we don't even have exposure to a lot of healthy models. I think even in vanilla relationships, we don't get a lot of exposure to that if we didn't have it in our house because mm -hmm. most of what we see on TV isn't the Brady Bunch, you know, that's, that's the generations back as far as families working through right. hard times to figure things out and work together, you know, um, and that's, that was a really, you know, interesting family because it was two families. There's a lot of different people. It, we moved more into drama and, you know, comedy and not necessarily wholesome problem solving through relationships. So I feel that there's a lack of quality relating in relationships. We had the, you know, the, the L Bundy years and early sitcoms where it was like, yeah, there were like slightly toxic dynamics to extremely toxic dynamics that just played out um, yeah. throughout series after series. But when it comes to like, when you think of like, oh, amazing couples that really go through hard times and really work it out that you can't rattle them off as much as the, the ones that are toxic, you know? And that's, I think just a problem with entertainment because 
people are more drawn into the drama. They are, they are. It's, you know, it's either what's going to make you laugh or what's going to make you cringe, um, or, you know, what's going to surprise you. Um, and I think that's why even reality, you know, I, I mentioned having a reality TV show, but we, we all know that the producers would ruin that as well and get involved and, and start making drama out of nothing. Uh, so, you know, making people look like they're in a toxic relationship when they, you know, it could be portrayed a much, much better light. So I don't think that mainstream media is out to portray the kink community in a positive light. I think they're out to entertain. And that's what we need to remember is that they're, they're, they're there to entertain us. And so as long as we go to these movies and see it as entertainment, not as a guidebook of what to, or what not to do then we'll be okay. Definitely. And I think one of the things that you mentioned, because, you know, in, I guess, 50, you were talking about, you know, master-slave dynamic, but there is a spectrum of submission and dominance. There, there isn't just one, one beat. So whatever you see, don't think that, oh, well, we saw it on the show, so this is the way that it has to be when it comes to our relationship and our dynamic. There's a whole spectrum of submission from being service-oriented, if you're you know, bratty, if you're up, you know, into pet play, if you're DDLG, you know, um, there, there's so many different ways that you can yeah. find that, but that's a process of going through trust and finding out what is a good fit for you and your relationship versus we'll just do what we saw on TV and we'll just order off the menu instead of the chef special. Sure. I mean, the basics are all there. Be honest, be ethical. If you don't know something, learn it. Um, if, but your dynamic is your dynamic between you and your partner and you make it how you want to make it. I mean, we all have the standard rules and boundaries and things like that, but we also say that, you know, there's, there's always the exception to the rule. And so I think that, you know, you can make your DS relationship however you choose to make it. There's plenty of tools that are out there. You can learn how to be safe how to be ethical, how to be honest. It's, but it's your choice to whether or not you're going to follow it. But as a, as a submissive, we talked about this plenty of times, educate yourself so you can do the vetting process. Well, as a dominant, the same way, educate yourself, you know, learn how to be ethical, learn how to be honest. You know, it's, it's find yourself, find your true nature. Yeah. I think that's one of the things that is, is challenging is uh, because we absorb a lot of this media, it go, we go into, I guess, adopting a lot of would be unhealthy relationship dynamics. If you're just watching dramas on TV, if you're just watching, you know, incomplete DS relationships, you're going to be missing the rewards as well as the challenges that you come up to in a relationship. And I think that's where a lot of people, as soon as you run into something that's emotionally challenged that might require you to be a little bit more vulnerable and have honest communication, they just bow out. You know, it's like, okay, I'll just go back to the app. I'll yeah. just find somebody else. I'm not going to go through that process of trust building. I'm not going to go through that, uh, you know, process mm -hmm. of being vulnerable. And that I feel is really portrayed in the, you know, the media of like, okay, here's is toxic, throw it out instead of work through some of the problems and challenges in relationship because addressing the challenges is what really brings you the rewards in, you know, the DS relationship. It mm -hmm. builds deeper trust when you can have disputes or you don't get along. And it's really in those moments where you're not getting along that you see the other person will go through that process with you 
and be able to resolve the conflict that mm-hmm. additional trust and respect is earned and given. And I feel that we, do, we don't see that as much. Well, I think we're, we're not seeing committed relationships as much anymore anyway, mm. in my opinion. I think, um, you know, there's, there's, there's so much high turnover these days in relationships and the ability to move from partner to partner and, and especially in the BDSM communities, these, these new players that are coming in are bouncing from dom to dom to dom or from sub to sub to sub, depending on, you know, where they land on, on the side of the hash mark. Um, I, I particularly feel like that, that commitment, um, to the relationship has somewhat been depleted in the community. I think that, um, the idea, and, and maybe this is more within the young community, I think I'm, that I'm seeing it, but the, the younger players and the newer players are just, they're bouncing around and not having that commit commitment that a DS relationship takes. They're playing in kink, if you ask me. They're playing in the sandbox, but they're mm-hmm. not putting any commitment to it. Yeah, and I, I think that's, uh, that's a great observation because when you don't have that commitment, you're not going to really be able to get the rewards. So you might say, hey, I tried that thing. I'm not really into it. I don't really like it. Well, you're trying it from the place of I'm only going to try it for a moment. It's kind of like if you pick up a basketball and you shoot and you miss and you're like, you know what? I don't like this. I'm not good at this. This isn't fun. I don't know how to dribble. I don't know how to do these things. Right. It's literally committing yourself to the process of learning, of going through some of that uncomfortableness that you start really getting the rewards and what might have been annoying or something you didn't like then becomes really rewarding and fun. But that's something that might not be out of the gate, but is the reward of being committed to a process of connecting and building better trusting relationships and better communication with someone versus just trying something. Because this is there's a lot of things you can try in the world of BDSM and, and kink. The, the possibilities are endless in the things that you try. But what you try and what you experience is going to differ greatly based on the person that you're doing it with and how good that relationship and that connection is. So something to, to pay attention to when you see all well, these different things. I think that circles us back to our topic. And I think that mainstream media is not doing a good enough job of showing people what it takes to have a successful, committed, nurturing, loving DS relationship. You know, and, and so if they could do a better job, then people would, would be more dedicated to finding that commitment and, and doing the work and putting the time and effort in. Um, so I, I, and then they'd be more interested in it and they, they wouldn't, I guess, make as many, uh, silly mistakes stumbling over each other as they, as they kind of explore kink, like I said, in the sandbox. Yeah, no, definitely. Well, it's it's something that, you know, we always encourage, uh, you know, through this entire process, you're on a journey of exploration into the world of kink and BDSM. It is a journey of discovery. I'm always learning new things about myself, about my partners, about other people and their experiences. Try your best not to just base it off of what you saw in the movies. 
you know, I mean, there's a lot of different things that are portrayed in the movies or in, in TV that just don't turn out the same way, right? Apparently, you can't just get struck by lightning and call yourself Thor and think you're okay. It just doesn't work that way. There's, you know, there's, there's a lot of nuances. Plus 10. Yeah, I know. I know. You're still out there in the rainstorms with your hammer, but <laughs> that's not, it's not going to get you there. Um, so like you need to be aware. I even, I even, come on. I got, yeah. I got the lightning yeah. rods. Come on. We, we can do this. You're ready to go. <laughs> yeah. 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 So pay attention to the nuance, understand it's with commitment, like to anything and especially relationships and BDSM relationship, the rewards come through the commitments and you're not going to learn everything in a two and a half hour movie. Um, that's meant to entertain you and not necessarily guide you to a better quality of yeah. life. So. Just keep that in mind as you watch all these or anytime these things are brought up, that there's more nuance and there's more depth than any movie that I've seen. Um, one movie I do want to point out, though, it, that I would strongly recommend in this is uh, William Moulton Marston's Wonder Women. Um, and it's based on... Ah, yes. Yeah, that that movie to me is a phenomenal, great date night movie too, by the way. It's uh, it's mm -hmm. very it's very engaging. It gives you a lot of history. And I'm sure some of it is, um, you know, exaggerated a little bit, but it uh, it's really healthy <laughs> as far as it's really healthy as, yeah. as building a dynamic, building a poly relationship, concepts of BDSM. I think they did the next Yes, job. and it, the concepts of interdependence versus codependence mm. in the movie was was stellar yeah so that's phenomenal. go back to our podcast on interdependence versus codependence and you'll understand what i'm talking about yeah definitely well keep enjoying yourself and continue to be entertained to reach out to us on all the social platforms if there are you know must-see movies that we need to see to make sure that we're um you know we're up on all these things like i have homework to do now Please reach out to us on all the social medias, and uh, when I have some time or in between flights, I'll, I'll check it out. But until then, be good to each other, and remember to stay kinky, my friends. Stay kinky, my friends. Are you tired of online communities full of ghosts, bots, catfish, and time wasters? Does a community built upon the pillars of consent, education, and radical inclusion interest you? Head on over to kinkus.com to sign up and help us create a community of people dedicated to the consensual play, fun, education, and creativity. Kinkus.com. What are you into?